0: Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 14th. This is episode number 805, and we're gonna be digging into the Mom Strong International study this week. The topic is kindness and how it can change a generation. Stick around, I think you're gonna be encouraged. So I want to say happy birthday to my friend, Jane Lambert. Jane is the author of Five in a Row and one of my most favorite people on the entire planet. So Jane, my friend, happy birthday. Wish I was there to hug you in person, but I will be there pretty soon because Jane and her hubby Steve live in Kansas City. I'm going to be traveling to Lee's Summit, Missouri, just outside of Kansas City for my women's conference, Faith That Speaks. and That will be happening at Abundant Life Church on August the 24th. I hope you guys are going to come out and see me. I cannot wait to see what God is doing in your life and to spend the day with you. After that, I'll be in Fredericksburg, Virginia on September 14th, and then in my neck of the woods on October 11th and 12th in Vancouver, Washington. Early bird tickets for that event end on September 2nd. Before I get any farther today into it, I want to just tell you that I'm doing something very special in just a few days. On Monday, the 11th of August, I'm going to be holding a live webinar called Homeschooling for Rookies. I get so many questions about homeschooling this time of year, particularly for people who are just starting out. And so I'm going to be coming online and teaching homeschooling for rookies for you. You can find out more about that in the show notes. Feel free to reach out to me if you guys got questions for the podcast, podcast at thebusymom.com. We'd love to hear from you. Also, I would love to hear from you via snail mail. You can reach out to me at Heidi St. John, Cara Firmly Planted Family, 11100 Northeast, 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 986 uh This is the MomStrong International Bible Study Week. A couple things I want to tell you about the study. We've been studying the fruits of the Spirit all summer long here at MomStrong International. I really have a passion to encourage you to get into the Word of God and study it so that you will be able to know it and be able to defend it. And we're hearing from you, many, many of you who are studying with us, and we are so thrilled. Also, it's a wonderful way for you to support this ministry and to support the St. John family. The Bible study is just $8 a month, and for that $8, you are gonna get a fantastic study. Obviously, the scripture writing challenge is free, but once you come into the subscription Bible study, you're gonna get access to cursive scripture writing. You're gonna get access to a lot of other benefits that come along with being a part of the ministry here as a financial supporter, or just $8 a month, uh, check it out at momstronginternational.com. And I just wanna thank you guys for studying God's word with us. Speaking of the word, we are now in the second week of our study. Those studies always start on the first Monday of every month. So this one started a little bit late because we didn't have a Monday in August until we were a little bit into August. But we're on the fruit of the spirit and week two We are really focusing on kindness. So before we jump into it, would you guys take a minute with me? Let's come before the Lord in prayer. Lord Jesus, Lord, it is hard to be kind in the culture right now. Christians seem to be under attack in every area and it's easy to become defensive, it's easy to become angry, it's easy to become bitter. And Lord, it's actually hard to be kind sometimes. And so lord you tell us that kindness is a fruit of the spirit and father I pray that as I teach on this a little bit today That you would just speak through me that you would encourage my spirit lord That you'd help me to forget about the pipes and my house. that's being torn up right now lord And that you would just encourage me encourage our family lord to be kind to each other For every person that's listening to this that recognizes that they are struggling to be kind lord Would you help us help us to know that it's a fruit of the spirit and to walk in right relationship with you and to experience The joy and the kindness that comes from the power of your spirit. We love you, Jesus Thank you so much for what you're doing here in Jesus name. Amen So we've been talking about integrity, right? Integrity meaning That part all of us not just little parts of us if we're going to be men and women of integrity Then that means every aspect of our lives need to be honoring to the Lord. So to be people of integrity is to be 100% in love with Jesus and 100% embracing of his ways. So becoming a person of integrity doesn't have a halfway point. And there isn't a distinction between who we are in private and in public when we're people of integrity, but rather who we are to the world is a match with the core of us, the who we are in Jesus, so it is ourselves, right? Our very beings embraced by and embracing the work of the Holy Spirit. And this is kind of where this topic of kindness comes in because if you've ever walked through the woods in a little bit of a chill and felt an unexpected warmth from a, from a different breeze, this is how our kindness touches the world around us. The fruit of kindness, when produced in us by the Holy Spirit, has such a tremendous impact in a world of harsh jagged edges, kindness is smooth. And it seems such a simple way to bless people, doesn't it? With the love of Jesus, until we're rushed or we're worrying over a hospital bill that's been denied by insurance, right? I know how that feels. Or feeling like that poke in our eye from the spouse was just a little too much, right? Kindness refers to a gracious disposition toward others, and it weaves through our integrity like the beautiful gold threads in a tapestry that subtly grab the light. Integrity shows itself in kindness. And when you are the same person at home behind the closed doors as you are in public, then you are well on your way to being a person of integrity. So we wanna encourage you here at MomStrong International, part of what we're doing is teaching you to be people of integrity. Because remember we're saying all the time, you can't pass on what you don't possess. So regardless of where you are in your walk with the Lord, when you begin to know him more, it's gonna show itself in the way that you behave. It's gonna show itself in a consistency of your behavior. It's gonna show itself in a consistency of your actions because people will see that they're motivated by your love for God rather than personal gain. And last month at strong International, we studied gentleness. Remember we talked about the difference between gentleness, Uh, it's often translated meekness, and I said, hey, this is not weakness. It it gets misunderstood and mistranslated it, but it's not weakness. Gentleness, true meekness, is available strength that is under God's control, all right? It's the ability to respond with kindness, under provocation, even when you just want to blow your top. And this could be just people on Facebook. Something I've noticed lately, and I'm gonna deviate just a little bit from the study for a minute, because I'm noticing other people, brothers and sisters in Christ, who, because they have a political difference with another person, have decided to disassociate themselves with others. We just cannot, you know, we, we just cannot do it. You know what I think that is? And I'm not talking about, Uh, conservatives versus progressives or Democrats versus Republicans. I'm talking about Christians, okay? Christians who disassociate themselves from other Christians because of a political belief and are willing to say, I can't hang with you anymore because I don't agree with your political point of view. That is actually arrogance. It's not kindness. And when we're known for arrogance rather than kindness, we are not gonna be able to get along with each other. We just aren't. And that arrogance comes in and it says, I'm right, you're wrong, and because I'm right and you disagree with me, I'm not gonna talk to you anymore. I'm not gonna work with you anymore. I'm not gonna go to church with you. I'm gonna keep my kids away from their uh, their grandparents because their grandparents believe one way and we believe another. That is not how God would want us to behave, right? The Bible says we should be able to reason together, particularly as God's people. There should be points that we can agree on and where we don't agree, We should be able to be kind, all right? So how do we train ourselves and our kids to intrinsically practice kindness? Well, it's not very easy in the culture right now because we war against our sin nature. And so the root of kindness means that we prefer another person over ourselves. That's servanthood. So oftentimes when we are being unkind, when we're not being led by the spirit, and I have been in this position many times in my life, my, my human inclination my flesh says you know what forget it and I just walk away I'm going to say what I need to say drop the bomb on the floor turn around walk away and the other person who I just dropped the bomb on is standing there and They i've left them in a position of not being able to do anything because I just either ended the relationship or I ended the conversation And I didn't say hey, I really care about you. Can we talk about this? right and that is me not being kind it's a critical spirit it has nothing to do with kindness so when we stop preferring one another when we stop preferring other people over ourselves we are we have fallen into this and it is everywhere in the culture right now the sins of a critical spirit or selfishness are going to choke out the spirit's growth of kindness in our hearts did you know that i know it it's true because i see it all the time on facebook and i real i'm telling you what i have to I have to come before the Lord a lot, especially when I get messages from people that are so hurtful and so hard. And, the, and my first response in my spirit is just, I want to defend myself. I want to just, I want to be unkind right back to that person. But that is not the spirit of God. Some people say that God is an angry God and he's not kind. And it's true that God is wrathful against sin. But listen to this in his tremendous kindness, he provided a way of salvation, both wrath for sin. And love for repentant sinners characterizes the Lord and it brings glory to him. And sometimes I think it's hard to reconcile the God who swallowed up a tribe of people as a consequence for their prideful rebellion, right? If you haven't read that story, check it out. That's number 16. With a God who sent Elijah to the widow during a drought to feed her and later raised her son from the dead. And this is in fact the majesty and holiness of God. This is who he is. Sin shall not stand, but rather will be punished. And in his kindness, he sends himself to offer a perfect sacrifice. So there is an escape from the punishment and path to relationship with him. Romans 2, verse four says, do you think lightly of the riches of his kindness and tolerance and patience, not knowing that the kindness of God leads you to repentance? It's his kindness, the Bible says, that leads us to repentance. Are we being kind? Are we trying to win people over with our kindness? Because if we're not, the Bible says we're gonna have a real hard time doing it. Salvation for every human who believes in all time until the return of Christ is no small feat. We easily forget that salvation was not earned or deserved and he was so kind to make a way for us. He did it for his glory, and he did it for love. And so when we're caught up in the maelstrom of every day and we forget to actually practice kindness, we are doing a disservice to our witness. This is part of the reason why we're gonna move from this particular topic, the fruit of the spirit, into ambassador for the month of September, just to remind us that we are ambassadors for Jesus, right? We are ambassadors for God. Let's check out this passage for just a minute. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 22. What is desirable in a man is his kindness. And it is better to be a poor man than a liar. You see, God is teaching us over and over again that kindness is kind of a big deal. And in our passage on the fruit of the spirit, in the Greek, the word for kindness means tender concern. It means uprightness. It's kindness of heart and kindness as an act. And God does not ask us things that he is not doing himself. He displays his kindness and he desires to grow in us. So let's look this month to Paul's letter to Titus and we're gonna see a beautiful summary of the breadth of the kindness of God in his salvation. Let's look for a second to Romans chapter 12, verse 10 and in 16 to 21, because in here we're learning what we are called to do no matter what our age, And this is going to help us to learn to exhibit kindness. So in verse 10, so Romans chapter 12, starting in verse 10, it says, love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Outdo one another in showing honor. So when you hear these verses, think about the verbs, all right, in those verses. The first one in verse 10 is love, love one another, right? And then the next verse is, outdo one another. In other words, we should be out trying to outdo each other in our love and our kindness toward each other. What would happen if we laid down our pride and we just decided I'm going to be I'm going to be kind. I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to I'm going to listen to you with the with the goal of understanding, all right? Verse 16, live in harmony with one another. Don't be proud. Instead, associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Verse 17, don't repay anyone evil for evil. Give careful thought to do what is honorable in everyone's eyes. Verse 18, if possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Verse 19, friends, do not avenge yourselves. Instead, leave room for God's wrath because it's written, vengeance belongs to me and I will take care of it, says the Lord. Verse 20, but if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink, for in so doing, you'll be heaping fiery coals on his head. And finally, verse 21, do not be conquered by evil, but conquer evil with good. You guys see this? Every time we choose kindness, we conquer evil. Every single time. Because God sees every action, ours and others, and he will convict or judge or correct or move. We don't need to help him, he will do it. So if we want our children to learn that they do not need to own the emotions and fixing all the things that have been done against them, we do it by example. So we wanna teach our kids to pray about it and we wanna work together to leave our struggles and our frustrations with other people in his capable hands. And this is so much better. This is so much better. As we look at kindness for the rest of this particular study for this week, we're gonna look in the Psalms, Psalms 23, Psalm 17, and we're gonna be talking about how God shows kindness to us, God has shown us that he loves us, he's kind and gentle and protective, and because he loves us and is protective of us, he does something very unique, he disciplines us to keep us safe, right? This is what we do for our children, and the way that we love our children is very similar to how God loves us. So I want to encourage you this week have an arms wide open policy for loving others and practice being a place of refuge for a weary friend. Practice having kindness. Before you send that email that you're going to you're going to regret, take a step back. What would the Lord want you to do? How can you demonstrate kindness towards somebody else? Right? God wants to help us to do that. Right? He has designed us to be listening to the Lord. And we, we're not gonna, we're not going to lose. We don't have anything to lose. I'm always telling this to my kids. You got nothing to lose by being kind. And one of the things that I've noticed in my own life, and I think I've said this on the podcast, so at the risk of repeating myself, <laughs> I'll say it again, of the things that I regret in my life, they are almost always things that I have said that I can't take back. Words that came out of my mouth in the heat of the moment, or when I was frustrated and angry, and I can't take them back. And it was a demonstration not only of my immaturity, but of my lack of kindness. And I want you guys to think really carefully this week about how God wants us to behave. If we are His ambassadors, which we are, God wants us to be kind to others. God wants us to be kind. And so I hope that this week, as we study kindness and as you talk to your kids about it, uh, we are going to be. Moved as adults and moved as parents and moved as teenagers to be kind to the people around us That kindness does not mean that we sacrifice our ability to speak the truth But as followers of jesus, we should be able to speak the truth in love I think that the heart of god is breaking Over the broken relationships between christians that are littering the landscape right now and they are broken because of our pride, they are broken because of our unwillingness to work with each other. And because of that, we are having a detrimental effect on the message of the gospel. The enemy knows if he, that he, if he can uh, mess up the relationships of God's people inside the church, he'll have a whole a whole lot easier time getting to the flock. And if this is you, if you're saying, man, I'm really struggling with kindness, I'm, I'm struggling to be kind to my kids, I'm struggling to be kind to my friends. I'm struggling to be kind on Facebook. Then take a step back and say, Lord, what do you want from me? How can I be kind? Sometimes that kindness is telling the truth. Sometimes kindness is saying, I'm not, I don't wanna hurt your feelings, but here's what's going on. It's a mercy to you to tell you the truth and then trust that God's at work in it. But we wanna be so careful when we, when we uh, speak to our brothers and sisters in Christ. We wanna be so careful, so gentle, so that when we leave that conversation, the words that we have said that echo in their head will be, they are loved first by God and then by us, right? That is who God says we are. I've enjoyed having you guys on the podcast today. I wanna just encourage you, if you haven't signed up for my women's conferences, come on out and do that. We are gonna be in Vancouver, Washington really soon. We are gonna be in Fredericksburg, Virginia and in Lee's Summit, Missouri in just about two weeks. And I cannot wait to spend a little bit of time with you digging deeper into the word of God. In the meantime, stay faithful, everybody, and I'll see you back here on Friday.